Chapter 3.32 Part 2 of Personal Narrative of Travels to the Equinoctial Regions of America during the years 1799 to 1804, Volume 3 by Alexander von Humboldt, translated by Thomasina Ross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 3.32 Part 2 A. Systems of Mountains A. 1. Cordilleras of the Andes This is the most continuous, the longest, the most uniform in its direction from south to north and north-northwest of any chain of the globe. It approaches the north and south poles at unequal distances of from 22 to 33 degrees. Its development is from 2,800 to 3,000 leagues, 20 to a degree, a length equal to a distance from Cape Finisterre in Galicia to the northeast Cape Chukchoinos of Asia. Somewhat less than one half of this chain belongs to South America and runs along its western shores. North of the Isthmus of Cupica and of Panama, after an immense lowering, it assumes the appearance of a nearly central ridge, forming a rocky dike that joins the great continent of North America to the southern continent. The lowlands on the east of the Andes of Guatemala and New Spain appear to have been overwhelmed by the ocean, and now form the bottom of the Caribbean Sea. As the continent beyond the parallel of Florida again widens toward the east, the Cordilleras of Durango and New Mexico, as well as the Rocky Mountains, merely a continuation of those Cordilleras, appear to be thrown still further westward, that is, toward the coast of the Pacific Ocean, but they still remain eight or ten times more remote from it than in the southern hemisphere. We may consider as the two extremities of the Andes, the rock or granitic island of Diego Ramirez, south of Cape Horn, and the mountains lying at the mouth of the Mackenzie River, latitude 69 degrees, longitude 130 and one-half degrees, more than 12 degrees west of the Greenstone Mountains, known by the name of Copper Mountains, visited by Captain Franklin. The colossal peak of St. Elias and that of Mount Fairweather in New Norfolk, do not properly speaking, belong to the northern prolongation of the Cordilleras of the Andes, but to a parallel chain, the Maritime Alps of the northwest coast, stretching toward the peninsula of California, and connected by transversal ridges with the mountainous land, between 45 and 53 degrees of latitude, with the Andes of New Mexico, Rocky Mountains. In South America, the mean breadth of the Cordillera of the Andes is from 18 to 22 leagues. Note. The breadth of this immense chain is a phenomenon well worthy of attention. The Swiss Alps extend, in the Grison and in the Tyrol, to a breadth of 36 and 40 leagues, both in the meridians of the lake at Como, the canton of Appenzell, and in the meridian of Bassano and Tegernsey. End of note. It is only in the knots of the mountains, that is, where the Cordillera is swelled by side groups, or divided into several chains, nearly parallel, and reunited at intervals, for instance, on the south of the lake of Titicaca, that it is more than 100 to 120 leagues broad, in a direction perpendicular to its axis. The Andes of South America bound the plains of the Orinoco, the Amazon, and the Rio de la Plata on the west, like a rocky wall raised across a crevice 1,300 leagues long, and stretching from south to north. This upheaved part, if I may be permitted to use an expression founded on a geological hypothesis, comprises a surface of 58,900 square leagues between the parallel of Cape Pelissar and the northern Choco. 
to form an idea of the variety of rocks which this space may furnish for the observation of the traveller we must recollect that the pyrenees according to the observations of m charpentier occupy only seven hundred and sixty-eight square sea leagues the name of andes in the quechua language which wants the consonants d f and g antis or ante appears to me to be derived from the peruvian word anta signifying copper or metal in general anta chakra signifies mine of copper anta curi copper mixed with gold and puca anta copper or red metal as the group of the altai mountains takes its name from the turkish word altor or altin note clapros asia polyglotta page two hundred and eleven it appears to me less probable that the tribe of the antis gave its name to the mountains of peru End of note. in the same manner the cordilleras may have been termed copper country or antisuyu on account of the abundance of that metal which the peruvians employed for their tools the inca garcilaso who was the son of a peruvian princess and who wrote the history of his native country in the first years of the conquest gives no etymology of the name of the andes he only opposes antisuyu or the region of summits covered with eternal snow Riticeca, to the plains or yuncas that is to the lower region of peru the etymology of the name of the largest mountain chain of the globe cannot be devoid of interest to the mineralogical geographer the structure of the cordillera of the andes that is its division into several chains nearly parallel which are again joined by knots of mountains is very remarkable on our maps this structure is indicated but imperfectly and what la condamine and bouger merely guessed during their long visit to the tableland of quito has been generalized and ill-interpreted by those who have described the whole chain according to the type of the equatorial andes the following is the most accurate information i could collect by my own researches and an active correspondence of twenty years with the inhabitants of spanish america the group of islands called tierra del fuego in which the chain of the andes begins is a plain extending from cape espiritu santo as far as the canal of san sebastian the country on the west of this canal between cape san valentino and cape palares is bristled with granitic mountains covered from the morro de san agueda to cabo redondo with calcareous shells navigators have greatly exaggerated the height of the mountains of tierra del fuego among which there appears to be a volcano still burning m de Schruca found the height of the western peak of cape parares latitude fifty two degrees forty five minutes south only two hundred and eighteen toises even cape horn is probably not more than five hundred toises high note it is very distinctly seen at a distance of sixty miles which without calculating the effects of terrestrial refraction would give it a height of four hundred and ninety-eight toises end of note the plain extends on the northern shore of the straits of magellan from the virgin's cape to cabo negro at the latter the cordilleras rise abruptly and fill the whole space as far as cape victoria latitude fifty-two degrees twenty-two minutes the region between cape horn and the southern extremity of the continent somewhat resembles the origin of the pyrenees between cape creux near the gulf of rosas and the col des perdus the height of the patagonian chain is not known it appears however that no summit south of the parallel of forty-eight degrees attains the elevation of the canigou one thousand four hundred and thirty toises which is near the eastern extremity of the pyrenees in that southern country 
where the summers are so cold and short the limit of eternal snow must lower at least as much as in the northern hemisphere in norway in latitude sixty three and sixty four degrees consequently below eight hundred toises the great breadth therefore of the band of snow that envelops these patagonian summits does not justify the idea which travellers form of their height in forty degrees of south latitude as we advance towards the island of chilo the cordilleras draw near the coast and the archipelago of chonos or huaytecas appears like the vestiges of an immense group of mountains overwhelmed by water narrow estuaries fill the lower valleys of the andes and remind us of the fjords of norway and greenland we there find running from south to north the nevados de maca latitude forty five degrees nineteen minutes of cuptano latitude forty four degrees fifty eight minutes of yanteles latitude forty three degrees fifty two minutes of corvado chayapirca latitude forty two degrees fifty two minutes and Viebian, latitude forty one degrees forty nine minutes the peak of cuptana rises like the peak of teneriffe from the bosom of the sea but being scarcely visible at thirty-six or forty leagues distance it cannot be more than one thousand five hundred toises high corcovado situated on the coast of the continent opposite the southern part of the island of chilo appears to be more than one thousand nine hundred and fifty toises high it is perhaps the loftiest summit of the whole globe south of the parallel of forty-two degrees south latitude on the north of san carlos de chilo in the whole length of chile to the desert of atacama the low western regions not having been overwhelmed by floods the andes there appear farther from the coast the abbe molina affirms that the cordilleras of chile form three parallel chains of which the intermediary is the most elevated but to prove that this division is far from general it suffices to recollect the barometric survey made by messrs bauza and espinosa in seventeen ninety four between mendoza and santiago de chile the road leading from one of those towns to the other rises gradually from seven hundred to one thousand nine hundred and eighty seven toises and after passing the col des andes la combra between the houses of refuge called las calaveras and las cuevas it descends continually as far as the temperate valley of santiago de chile of which the bottom is only four hundred and nine toises above the level of the sea the same survey has made known the minimum height at chile of the lower limit of snow in thirty three degrees south latitude the limit does not lower in summer to two thousand toises Note. on the southern declivity of the himalayas snow begins three degrees nearer the equator at one thousand nine hundred and seventy toises end of note i think we may conclude according to the analogy of the snowy mountains of mexico and southern europe and considering the difference of the summer temperature of the two hemispheres that the real nevadas at chile in the parallel of valdivia latitude forty degrees cannot be below thirteen hundred toises at valparaiso latitude thirty three degrees not lower than two thousand toises and in that of copiapo latitude twenty seven degrees not below two thousand two hundred toises of height these are the limit numbers the minimum of elevation which the ridge of the andes of chile must attain in different degrees of latitude to enable their summits to arise above the line of perpetual snow the numerical results which i have just marked and which are founded on the laws of distribution of heat 
have still the same importance which they possessed at the time of my travels in america for there does not exist in the immense extent of the andes from eight degrees south latitude to the straits of magellan one nevada of which the height above the sea level has been determined either by simple geometric measure or by the combined means of barometric and geodesic measurements between thirty three and eighteen degrees south latitude between the parallels of valparaiso and arica the andes present toward the east three remarkable spurs the sierra de cordova the sierra de salta and the nevados de cochabamba travellers partly cross and partly go along the side of the sierra de cordova between thirty three and thirty one degrees of latitude in their way from buenos aires to mendoza it may be said to be the most southern promontory which advances in the pampas toward the meridian of sixty five degrees it gives birth to the great river known by the name of desquadera de mendoza and extends from san juan de la frontera and san juan de la punta to the town of cordova the second spur called the sierra de salta and the jujuy of which the greatest breadth is twenty five degrees of latitude widens from the valley of catamarca and san miguel de tucuman in the direction of the rio vermejo longitude sixty four degrees finally the third and most majestic spur the sierra nevada de cochabamba and santa cruz from twenty two to seventeen and a half degrees of latitude is linked with the knot of the mountains of porco it forms the points of partition divortia aquarum between the basin of the amazon and that of the rio de la plata the cachimeo and the pilcomeo which rise between potosi talavera de la puna and la plata or chuquisaca run in the direction of south-east while the parapiti and the guaypay guaypais or rio de mizque pour their waters into the memori to north-east the ridge of partition being near cheanta south of misque tomina and pomabamba nearly on the southern declivity of the sierra de cochabamba in latitude nineteen and twenty degrees the rio guapay flows round the whole group before it reaches the plains of the amazon as in europe the poprad a tributary of the vistula makes a circuit in its course from the southern part of the carpathians to the plains of poland i have already observed above that where the mountains cease west of the meridian of sixty six and one half degrees note i agree with captain basil hall in fixing the port of valparaiso in seventy one degrees thirty one minutes west of greenwich and i place cordova eight degrees forty minutes and santa cruz de la sierra seven degrees four minutes east of valparaiso the longitudes mentioned in the text refer always to the meridian of the observatory of paris End of note the partition ridge of cochabamba goes up towards the northeast to sixteen degrees of latitude forming by the intersection of two slightly inclined plains only one ridge amidst the savannas and separating the waters of the guapore a tributary of the madeira from those of the aguapehi and haura tributaries of the rio paraguay this vast country between santa cruz de la sierra via bella and mato grosso is one of the least known parts of south america the two spurs of cordova and salta present only a mountainous territory of small elevation and linked to the foot of the andes of chile cochabamba on the contrary attains the limit of perpetual snow two thousand three hundred toises and forms in some sort a lateral branch of the cordilleras diverging even from their tops between la paz and oruro the mountains composing this branch the cordillera de chiriguaneas de los soces and uracarias extend regularly from west to east their eastern declivity is very rapid 
and their loftiest summits are not in the centre but in the northern part of the group. Note. For much information concerning the Sierra de Cochabamba, I am indebted to the manuscripts of my countrymen, the celebrated botanist Tadeus Henka, which a monk of the congregation of the Escurial, Father Cisneros, kindly communicated to me at Lima. Mr. Henka, after having followed the expedition of Alexander Malaspina, settled at Cochabamba in 1798. A part of the immense herbal of this botanist is now at Prague. End of note. The principal cordillera of Chile and Upper Peru is, for the first time, ramified very distinctly into two branches, in the group of Porco and Potosi, between latitude 19 and 20 degrees. These two branches comprehend the tableland, extending from Carangas to Lamba, latitude 19 and 3 quarters to 15 degrees, and in which is situated the small mountain lake of Paraya, the Desaguadero, and the great laguna of Titicaca, or Chucuito, of which the western part bears the name of Vincamarca. To afford an idea of the colossal dimensions of the Andes, I may here observe that the surface of the lake of Titicaca alone, 448 square leagues, is twenty times greater than that of the lake of Geneva, and twice the average extent of a department of France. On the banks of this lake, near Tijuanacu, and in the high plains of Calao, ruins are found which bear evidence of a state of civilization anterior to that which the Peruvians assigned to the reign of the Inca Manco Capac. The eastern cordillera, that of La Paz, Palca, Ancuma, and Pelichuco, join northwest of Apolobamba, the western cordillera, which is the most extensive of the whole chain of the Andes, between the parallels 14 and 15 degrees. The imperial city of Cusco, is situated near the eastern extremity of this knot, which comprehends, in an area of 3,000 square leagues, the mountains of Vilcanota, Carabaya, Abancay, Juando, Parinacochas, and Andahuelas. Though here, as in general, in every considerable widening of the cordillera, the grouped summits do not follow the principal axis in uniform and parallel directions. A phenomenon observable in the general disposition of the chain of the Andes from latitude 18 degrees, is well worthy of the attention of geologists. The whole mass of the cordilleras of Chile and Upper Peru, from the Straits of Magellan to the parallel of the port of Arica, 18 degrees 28 minutes 35 seconds, runs from south to north in the direction of a meridian, at most 5 degrees northeast. But from the parallel of Arica, the coast and the two cordilleras east and west of the alpine lake of Titicaca abruptly change their direction and inclined northwest. The cordilleras of Ancuma and Moqueja, and the longitudinal valley, or rather the basin of Titicaca, which they enclose, take a direction north 42 degrees west. Further on, the two branches again unite in the group of the mountains of Cusco, and thence their direction is north 80 degrees west. This group of which the tableland inclines to the northeast forms a circle, nearly from east to west, so that the part of the Andes north of Castro Vereña is thrown back more than 242,000 toises westward. This singular geological phenomenon resembles the variation of dip of the veins, and especially of the two parts of the chain of the Pyrenees, parallel to each other, and linked by an almost rectangular elbow, 16,000 toises long, near the source of the Garonne. Note. Between the mountains of Tentanada and the port Despo. End of note. But in the Andes, the axes of the chain, south and north of the curve, do not preserve parallelism. On the north of Castroferreña, and 
Andahuaylas, latitude 14 degrees, the direction is north 22 degrees west, while south of 15 degrees, it is north 42 degrees west. The inflections of the coast follow these changes. The shore, separated from the Cordilleras by a plain 15 leagues in breadth, stretches from Camapo to Arica between 27 and a half and 18 and a half degrees of latitude, north 5 degrees east from arica to pisco between eighteen and a half and fourteen degrees latitude at first north forty two degrees west afterwards north sixty five degrees west and from pisco to trujillo between fourteen and eighteen degrees of latitude north twenty seven degrees west the parallelism between the coast and the cordillera of the andes is a phenomenon the more worthy of attention as it occurs in several parts of the globe where the mountains do not in the same manner form the shore. After the great knot of mountains of Cuzco and Parinacochas, in 14 degrees south latitude, the Andes present a second bifurcation, on the east and west of the Rio Huaja, which throws itself into the Montaro, a tributary stream of the Apurimac. The eastern chain stretches on the east of Huanta, the convent of Opoca and Tarma. The western chain, on the west of Castrovereña, Huancavelica, Huarocheri, and Yauli. The basin, or rather the lofty tableland, which is enclosed by these chains, is nearly half the length of the basin of Chuquito or Titicaca. The two mountains, covered with eternal snow, seen from the town of Lima, and which the inhabitants name Toldo de la Nieve, belong to the western chain, that of Huarocheri. Northwest of the valleys of Salcabamba, in the parallel of the ports of Huaura and Guarmi, between eleven and ten degrees latitude, the two chains unite in the knot of the Huanuco and the Pasco, celebrated for the mines of Yaricocha or Santa Rosa. There rise two peaks of colossal height, the Nevados of Sasaguanca and of La Vida. The tableland of this knot of mountains appears in the Pambas de Bonbon to be more than one thousand eight hundred toises above the level of the ocean. From this point, on the north of the parallel of Huanuco, latitude 11 degrees, the Andes are divided into three chains. The first and most eastern rises between Pozuzu and Muna, between the Rio Huayaga and the Rio Pachitia, a tributary of the Ucayali. The second, or central, is between the Huayaga and the Upper Maranon. The third, or western, between the Upper Maranon and the coast of Trujillo and Peta. The eastern chain is a small lateral branch, which lowers into a range of hills. Its direction is first north-northeast, bordering the Pampas del Sacramento. Afterwards, it turns west-northwest, where it is broken by the Rio Huayaga in the Pongo, above the confluence of Chipurana, and then it loses itself in latitude six and one-quarter degrees, on the northwest of Lamas. A traversed ridge seems to connect it with the central chain, south of Paramo de Biscoguanca, or Piscuanunga, west of Chachapoyas. The intermediary, or central chain, stretches from the knot of Pasco and Huanuco towards north-northwest, between Jican and Chicoplea, Huacurachuco, and the sources of the Rio Monzan, between Pataz and Pajatan, Cajamarquia, and Moyobamba. It widens greatly in the parallel of Chachapoyas, and forms a mountainous territory, traversed by deep and extremely hot valleys. On the north of the Paramo de Pisco Guanuna, latitude six degrees, the central chain throws two branches in the direction of La Vellaca and San Borja. We shall soon see that this latter branch forms, 
below the rio neva a tributary stream of the amazon the rocks that border the famous pongo de manseriche in this zone where north peru approximates to the confines of new granada in latitude ten and five degrees no summit of the eastern and central chains rises as high as the region of perpetual snow the only snowy summits are in the western chain the central chain that of the paramos de Cayacaya and pisto guanuna scarcely attains eighteen hundred toises and lowers gently to eight hundred toises so that the mountainous and temperate tract of country which extends on the north of chachapoyas towards pomacocha la viaca and the source of the rio nieva is rich in fine cinchona trees after having passed the rio huayaca and the pachetilla which with the beni forms the yucayali we find in advancing toward the east only ranges of hills the western chain of the andes which is the most elevated and nearest to the coast runs almost parallel with the shore twenty-two degrees west between cajatambo and huari conchucos and guamachuco by cajamarca the parama of yanaguanaga and montan towards the rio de guacabamba it comprises between nine and seven and one-half degrees the three nevados de palagatos moyopata and huailias this last snowy summit situated near guamachuco in seven degrees fifty-five minutes latitude is the more remarkable since from thence on the north as far as chimborazo on a length of one hundred and forty leagues there is not one mountain that enters the region of perpetual snow this depression or absence of snow extends in the same interval over all the lateral chains while on the south of the nevado de huailias it always happens that when one chain is very low the summits of the other exceed the height of two thousand four hundred and sixty toises it was on the south of miquipampa latitude seven degrees one minute that i found the magnetic equator the amazon or as it is customary to say in those regions the upper maranon flows through the western part of the longitudinal valley lying between the cordilleras of chachapeas and cajamarca comprehending in one point of view this valley and that of the rio huaja bounded by the cordilleras of tarma and huarocheri we are inclined to consider them as one immense basin one hundred and eighty leagues long and crossed in the first third of its length by a dike or ridge eighteen thousand toises broad in fact the two alpine lakes of lorichoca and chinchecocha where the river amazon and the rio de huaca take their rise are situated south and north of this rocky dike which is a prolongation of the knot of huanuco and pasco the amazon on issuing from the longitudinal valley which bounds the chains of cajamarca and chachacocha breaks the latter chain and the point where the great river penetrates the mountains is very remarkable entering the amazon by the rio chamea or guancabamba i found opposite the confluence the picturesque mountain of patachuana but the rocks on both banks of the amazon begin only between tambillo and tomipenda latitude five degrees thirty one minutes longitude eighty degrees fifty six minutes from thence to the pongo de rentama a long succession of rocks follow of which the last is the pongo de teochuc between the strait of manseriche and the village of san borja the course of the amazon which is first directed north then east changes near puyaya three leagues northeast of tomipenda throughout the whole distance between tambillo and san borja the waters force a way more or less narrow across the sandstones of the cordillera of chachapoyas the mountains are lofty near embarcadero at the confluence of the amasa where large trees of cinchona 
which might easily be transplanted to Cayenne or the Canaries, approach the Amazon. The rocks in the famous Strait of Manseriche are scarcely forty toises high, and further eastward the last hills rise near Heberos, toward the mouth of the Rio Huayaga. End of chapter 3.32 Part 2